Hey Astronomy Cast listeners, here's a special gift for you, which is that during the episode of 436, we wrapped up the episode and then we went on to the post show, which as you may or may not know, we uh, we take another half hour and answer live viewers' questions during each episode of Astronomy Cast. You can watch them all over on YouTube. Anyway, someone asked us, uh, what if the moon were made of cheese? And then Pamela and I spent another 20 minutes or so going down that rabbit hole of like, what if the moon was made of cheese? Density, what's the albedo of cheese? Trying to really get to the bottom of this idea. So it was fun, thought you guys would get a kick out of it. So we thought we'd just put it into the regular uh, audio feed for Astronomy Cast. But then maybe this is a reminder that that if you want to see us do the show live, come join us, ask us your questions. Uh, and if you want to see the archive of all the shows that we've done, you can see them over on our YouTube channel, uh, Astronomy Cast on YouTube. So check it out. All right, on with the show. Uh, MC Deuce wants to know, what if the moon was made of green cheese? Hmm. What if the moon was made of green cheese? Uh, cheese has a density greater than water. Let's find so, the density of cheese. Let me just do some math here. It's six. You know, it's going to be denser than water. So. And the density um, of the moon. Hold on. So the density of the moon is 3.34 grams per cubic centimeter. Density of cheese. Three point nine five. Cheese is denser than the moon. No. Mm, I can't get easy density. Uh, this might be an episode of the Guide to Space here. Um, oh, here we go. So cheese, depending... feta cheese. Found a calculator, but it's giving me calories, not. I want density. No, this is tough. It's a hard one. Volume to weight. See densities and calculate volumes and weights of cheeses. This is hard. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 1.89 grams per centimeter cubed. And so, what, did I, and what did I say? The moon, moon was? was the moon is 3.34 so so the moon is roughly double the density of cheese so that means tides would be substantially less yeah because the tides are due to the mass of the moon but the moon's orbit would not change because the earth is is the dominant mass to worry about right the the what matters is the distance of, from the moon to the earth that right. defines its orbital velocity, not the mass of the moon. So all you yeah. would really get would be, um, you'd get lower tides. And what about the albedo? What's the albedo of cheese compared to the albedo of the moon? I don't know. Hmm. It would also depend on the texture. Okay, hold on. Yan Dryak wants to know how many calories the moon would have. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me see if I can do this. Is the up. moon burnable? <laughs> Is the moon... Well, That's cheese... How you get no, a no, calorie. but it was made of cheese, right? right? Oh, okay. Right? So the, the volume of the moon in grams... Uh, sorry, the moon in grams. The mass of the moon in grams. I love Wolfram Alpha for this kind of thing. Yes. Uh, here, I'll, okay, so the mass of the moon in grams, I'll just show my screen here for a second here. All right, so the mass of the moon in grams is 
7.34 times 10 to the 25 grams. Uh, so now we do. You want to do the volume of the moon. Figure out density times. So so volume. Well, don't uh, I know the, 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 the calorie per gram of cheese? So density is mass over volume. So you want to do density times volume to get at the mass of cheese. And then from the mass of cheese, you can get the calories. Four calories per gram. So I'm going to take the mass of the moon. Because, right, we're not using our mass of the cheese moon. We're using the, oh, we have to use our mass of our cheese moon, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So this, this is where you have to do density times volume to get at the mass. Okay, but I've said roughly half the mass. We said roughly half the mass, right? So we're just going to knock. So I'm going to take 7.34 times 10 to 25 grams. I'm going to multiply it by 4. Okay. Which is, and then I'm going to divide it by 2. So multiply it by 2. So 7.34 times 2. So 1.4 times 10 to the 26 calories is the moon. Which a 10 to the 26, I don't even know what that number is. It would solve starvation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unless you're lactose intolerant. And then and then Jason 93609 is wondering how we would calculate the albedo of cheese. Again, uh, albedo of cheese. Let me just see. What is the it reflectivity? It depends on the texture. So if it's a nice, smooth yeah. cheese, it's going to be much more reflective than if its surface is scuffed up. Uh, surface reflectivity of cheese. Hmm. Because you would. <laughs> That's actually, I love what you could Google. Hmm. Uh, so so I mean um, the reflectivity is way higher because the moon is like literally as as the albedo of the moon is very dark. It is like coal, right? So so you would get a reflectivity that would be higher. So the moon would be brighter because it would be the same size because it's got this lower density, but it's going to be brighter. So it's because the cheese is going to have a way higher reflectivity than than the, the moon itself. If anyone can give us an albedo in the comments, that would be really helpful. Uh, uh, there you go. Someone must be saying that... Uh, uh, white mold cheese is an albedo of nearly 100%. So if you – and the moon is like 8%, right? So if you had – so if it was 10 times higher albedo than uh, than the moon, would it be 10 times brighter? Like if you get a, a, a no, 10 times multiplier. Because, no. All right. No, because it, it has to go as the area. So it goes – and and brightness is often logarithmic, so it depends on which equation you're using. So it 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 goes nonlinear quickly, depending on if you're looking at brightness in a logarithmic or a non-logarithmic right. scale, and it goes as the area as well, which let's, is to where albedo to let's see if I can find an albedo to brightness scale. That does, it doesn't work that way. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, it goes nonlinear. Well, that's what I mean. Like just some kind of logarithmic. <clears throat> I'm going to randomly point out I have hair that's the exact color of my shirt quite by accident. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I didn't either. And then I noticed that like my shirt was moving weirdly. So Zeth Loveless wants to know, would it form a thicker atmosphere? 
So, right, so let's think about it here. We've got the moon. It's made of cheese. It's getting pummeled. It's going to have less gravity. So, it's going to, Has, it's going to lose it. If you gave it an so answer, it will it outgas any trapped right. moisture in it. So, it will very quickly become desiccated cheese. Right. So, it will even lose more mass once all that water's lost. Right. Okay. Now, now the question from Janelle, what about asteroids? Uh, sorry, yeah, Janelle, what about the asteroids? They hit the cheese moon. Um, you would get... Uh, Dust of cheese. What is the the elasticity of cheese compared of to... desiccated cheese. The elasticity. Well, we haven't decided whether we've got, like, we just created a cheese right now or whether this is cheese that's been around since the beginning of the of the solar system. So if it's fresh cheese, it's going to melt on impact. So you now have queso. Right. The whole thing with the temperature. Because you don't have to get very warm, right? Right. Right. It takes rock cheese. a lot to melt. And, well, so, so you're going to have the rock, which its kinetic energy is getting transferred into heat energy, which is going to turn into queso. And, and so assuming the rock stops frictionally inside the moon somewhere and doesn't just like pass straight through because I don't know the stopping power of a moon of cheese. Um, but, but assuming that it gets embedded inside, it will radiate away all of its, its heat into the cheese. But if you had a block of cheese left over from the formation of the solar system, would that would it, be awesome. Would it still have some kind of core energy difference? And so no, would it have like cheese a cheese actually radiates heat away fairly quickly. This is why you burn the roof of your mouth. Right. Right. So you really have to take into account the uh, the thermal gradient of cheese. Yeah. Right. Uh, now cheese is more of an insulator than tomato sauce. Right. But it would still radiate heat fairly. Effectively. But I wonder though if you would get like if it'd be left over from the the formation of the solar system and you would have the this sort of center of cheesy goodness in the middle of this more desiccated outer layer of cheese, right? If and would Mars, you get some kind if of Mars could cool off? I'm betting that a cheesy moon would cool off. Would cheese rotating cheese inside a cheese shell creates some kind of magnetosphere though i wonder but what would happen the number, of, the number of free electrons and cheese is pretty low and what about sort of 4.5 billion years of you know being under the uh the radiation from the sun uh would it tear the cheese moon apart or would no, it no because because space itself so so i'd be much more worried about the desiccation that would happen it's just like mercury has a cracked surface from contracting it's right. gonna get one heck of a it's it's gonna desiccate on the outside first and then the inside it's gonna shrink you'll have like cracky awfulness on the surface right and the whole thing it will get gruesome Quickly. All right. Well, Mummified we, cheese. I think we got to the bottom of this, which is that it's ridiculous. This is the most awesome conversation we've ever had on the show. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Astronomy Cast, a nonprofit resource provided by Astrosphere New Media Association, Fraser Kane, and Dr. Pamela Gay. 
You can find show notes and transcripts for every episode at astronomycast.com. You can email us at info at astronomycast.com, tweet us at astronomycast, like us on Facebook, or circle us on Google+. We record the show live on YouTube every Friday at 1.30 p.m. Pacific, 4.30 p.m. Eastern, or 20.30 GMT. If you missed the live event, you can always catch up over at CosmoQuest.org or our YouTube page. To subscribe to the show, point your podcatching software at astronomycast.com slash podcast.xml or subscribe directly from iTunes. Our music is provided by Travis Earle and the show was edited by Chad Weber. This episode of AstronomyCast was made possible thanks to donations from people like you. Please give by going to astronomycast.org slash donate.